1: We're on the air. Back.
2: Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more
0: of
1: Early Break with Sip and Jake.
0: Sip, you are an
1: idiot. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. (laughs) On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
3: It is that time on a Wednesday. When we talk to Husker Lions. Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. Yesterday, 57 fullback showed up to fullback camp. The first time we've seen that at Nebraska fullback camp. I'm curious. You were there. Uh, what caught your eye, Sean, at fullback camp yesterday?
1: Well, just the, the idea of it, the history of the fullback position at Nebraska, having Coach Ron Brown, you know, play a prominent role, in and you know. They did. They did like a a video and a presentation inside the Hawks. So they tested the kids. out. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Just going down all the different names and the history of the position, and um, you know, kind of what they want to do. And you know, they they had that going on, coinciding with that postgraduate camp. But uh, Ron Brown shares a stat that you know, twelve of their last top or their top their twenty seven top fullbacks have made the NFL. And he broke down the different names of guys, and you know, some of those players made the NFL that they weren't running backs at Nebraska. Um, I'm sorry, they weren't fullbacks at Nebraska. They were running backs or other positions like Johnny Stanton was a quarterback. he played, yes. he's played fullback. Now Rex Burkhead um, has played some fullback in the NFL. Tony Davis played some fullback in the NFL, Dan Alexander. Um, so, you know, they're they really trying to educate some of these kids. They asked them, anyone in here know who Roger Craig is? And only, only, I think only one kid raised his hand. So we're, we're getting up there, Sip.
0: Yeah, I guess we are. Now, the, Sean, talk about that postgraduate camp too what was the idea behind that they had a postgraduate camp and let's see how many you, you said in your article for husker online 44 postgraduate players participated
1: yeah and it was a i mean you had some foreigner kids come There was a group of players from germany and, and sweden Okay. Um, you know, D- Division One players that have offers from other places, they, they took part in that. There's a, there was a linebacker from Germany. Um, uh, his name was Justin <laughs> Orkano Quo and he has a Nebraska offer. He's committed to Maryland right now. Okay. Um, and he, he came and worked out in camps, but he, he's a name that's blowing up. There's an offensive lineman from Germany as well that's got some offers. That, you know, do a live workout, a running back from Sweden who's got a few offers. Um, so it, it was very unique. Um, you know, there was a kid that went in the transfer portal from Cincinnati named Cameron Junior. He was there. He was a three-star guy that left Cincinnati after a couple of years. I counted 16 junior college players that were there at the camp.
0: Okay, uh,
1: six were from Iowa Western. Um, their one of their quarterbacks on the roster, Luke Longville, was there. and You know, he looked impressive, and I know there's some discussion with him about just joining the team as a walk-on right away in August. Um, because Nebraska obviously doesn't have a lot of quarterbacks, and he's a Sioux City, Iowa kid that tours ACL as a senior in high school. Uh, One of Frank Solge and uh, Tim Albin's former Ohio quarterbacks was there, too, as well. Uh, Caden Bealier, um, who went in the transfer portal at Ohio. So it it was a nice mix of guys. Um, There haven't been any new offers that have come yet out of that camp. Um, But if you're talking about guys that could join your team immediately, you know, it's probably a situation where like, hey, we, we can bring you in as a walk on right now and you can join our team here next week if you want.
3: Joined by Husker Line Sean Callahan on the Allo VIP hotline. Sean, I'm curious, Nebraska did get a commitment from twenty twenty five defensive lineman Tyson Terry out of Omaha North this week. Why is this in state prospect so important for Nebraska? Well
1: he had, he had a lot of regional offers. I mean he was being hmm. recruited by pretty much all the top big ten, big twelve programs in in the bordering state area. Um, He's going to be one of the best wrestlers to come out of the state. He's undefeated over his first two years of high school as a heavyweight. Um, He's the only heavyweight ever to win class A. Uh, I think there's one other guy that's won heavyweight in class C or D as a freshman, Um, but he's got a chance to be the only four time heavyweight champion in the state's history, Um, you know, over the next two years. And just, just, brings an element of toughness he's you know he's, the terry family is is known all, all over north omaha they're very tough people his dad was a state champ wrestler as well for for the vikings um for the legendary curly alexander and um it, you know I, I just think getting tyson in the program and getting that commit that's big because as you know it's not always been easy um in in omaha for nebraska and, and, and i think to get two omaha guys caden vermos now and tyson terry committed is a great start for 2025.
0: In, for 2024, how would you characterize how how they're doing in this class right now? If, if you know, if a fan just stopped you at Buffalo Wild Wings and said, "Sean, how, how, how do you feel about the class?" What would you say?
1: Well, they're well on their way to where they need to be. I mean, right now, I think when you our our, our cumulative ranking has them at 29. Okay, in the country they have nine commits.
0: Nine commits.
1: Um, you know they, they they're going to take about twenty guys this year. I would say in the next few weeks they'll get to about fifteen or more commits. So they'll they'll, they'll be very close to to being where they want to be. But they they want to hold some spots in the season. Um, Rule has a different style about it. I mean the way they're recruiting, they they're making a lot of offers. I mean they made over ten offers at camps this weekend. We haven't seen that at Nebraska in years, where you know they bring guys in. And, and offer them at camps i mean camps over the last uh, 10 15 plus years have been more uh, money maker type things where you know you guys come in but you weren't seeing offers being made um, i think rule has said that and he's backed that up that hey we're gonna bring guys in we're gonna work them out all of my coaches are going to be involved heavily in the camps and the teaching and the instruction um in in the testing process and we're and we're going to offer guys and that part has played out and um, it's going to be interesting to see how some of these things play out now with numbers. Um, the defensive back positions, one, um, where they've got two already, but they've brought in about seven guys, or have seven guys coming in this month still. And there's a few things that need to fall there. And then the wide receiver, too. I mean, what, how will that kind of shake out uh, with that position? And obviously, the Carter-Nelson storyline is big up uh, in mm. Nebraska as they kind of close out this class.
0: Daniel Kalen. Is a big storyline too. He is Nebraska's quarterback commitment for the class of twenty twenty four. Sean, you know you. I, I haven't had much. Well, I haven't had any direct contact with Daniel Kalen. Is he the sort of personality that can that can help Nebraska draw players?
1: Yeah, just having a quarterback, and, and that was you know waiting so long on Riola Ryola, you just yes. have a quarterback to kind of lead your recruiting class. And then once Riola, that thing happened and they got Kalen's commitment about a week later, you know, it gave them somewhat of a face of the class. I mean, yeah, you can be a right guard recruiting the class and lead the class, but it's not the same as the quarterback. And I think having Daniel Kalen in this class has really helped. He's going to be at the Elite 11 representing Nebraska this week. And, guys, there's been some, I mean, not only Daniel Kalen, but the quarterback recruiting angle has been big in June for 2025, too. Daniel Kalen's worked out at camp, but Stone Saunders was here for a third time this spring. He's a four-star out of Pennsylvania quarterback. Uh, But the other story that's developed for 2025 quarterback is Alex Mansky from Algona, Iowa. Mm -hmm. Uh, He showed up to camp. He had a Wisconsin offer from Paul Chris, so it really Mm -hmm. wasn't a, a standing Wisconsin offer. He's got a Pittsburgh offer um, but Nebraska offered him after his workout, um, and he's, he's going to blow up. Um, a lot of Power 5 teams have reached out to Mansky after the Nebraska offer. He's coming back, though, to Lincoln Saturday, and, and this might be the quarterback they're going to target heavily now for 2025. Um, you watch his film, he's very mobile, um, and he can throw. He's got a very strong arm. Um, and he's definitely a name that has emerged here just in the last week out of Algona, Iowa, Alex Mansky.
0: Okay, Sean, a little curveball action here. Uh Nebraska softball might get a big transfer uh, a big transfer from Oklahoma pitcher Jordine Ball. Uh what what do you have any insight on that and what's you you, you were pretty excited by it yesterday.
1: Yeah, you just think about the impact the Jordy ball commit could have for Nebraska in, in the softball program. I mean, I was over there yesterday talking to one of the university officials, like, well, you better add some more seats and, and um, yeah, you know, your, your season tickets are going to sell out for softball in, in a day. Yeah. And that's, that's the reality. I mean, she brings that much cachet to the program. If she comes to Nebraska, and I think she will, um, we're going to see crowds over there for Rhonda Ravel that we've never seen before. I mean, just, All, all all of you know Nebraska is going to be in a position to host regionals for softball. They're going to be in a position to have a chance to go to the College World Series in Oklahoma City. I mean, what a coup for Lori Sipple and Ronda Ravel if they could you know get this because she was going to come here out of high school and then they had that cloud over her Ronda with the Bill Moose thing a few years back that led her to go to Oklahoma. Uh, Now Lori and Ronda could get Jordy Ball here for these final two years and you know this. Talk about if if that would be the way, Laura, these coaches would end their time at Nebraska. All the years they've been here, that would be awesome for Coach Bell, All the work she's given to Nebraska, and to get the nation's best player on the roster, yeah. and then the transfers that are going to follow. Um, it's going to be fun. I mean, there will be heavy interest in softball at Nebraska, as you know, if and when this all plays out.
3: Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week.
1: All right, thanks, guys. Good job, Oscar
3: Sean. Online.
0: Sean Kelly. Uh, talk you. about aging gracefully. Rhonda Ravel became Nebraska's head softball coach in 1993. She's in her 60s. God, Bill. I mean, it would really help you. It would really help me if something like Jordan Ball came along in my life in about four years. I need a late life boost right now. If you can, if you if you haven't noticed,
1: <laughs> I, need some- I haven't noticed. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> You're trending very well. <laughs>
3: He's aging gracefully. He's Come aging on. gracefully. Ronda Who's making stuff up about people, making <laughs> yeah, himself feel better absolutely. and other people That's feel better. Right. That's yes. the, that was his tip that was two just weeks ago. It yes. was wonderful. Ronda yeah.
0: Ravel. Ronda Ravel is getting this late career shot in the arm at age 60. Mm. 61. She's either 60 or 61. But she's, she, she's been the coach since 1993. Okay. I know this because I was covering the team at the time. I covered Ronda Revelle. Getting hired. Uh, pretty much, yes. yes. And covered games yes. when Ronda Revelle was a coach back in the day. That, that, that's, uh, that part of the story to me is really interesting. Late in her career, she's going to get this ungodly addition to her program. That's right. Top
3: pitcher in all of softball. And in,
0: in Nebraska will be a national focus.
3: A big story. Hopefully, they actually have the team around them to compete and do well on top of that. When we come back, the mailbag and song of the day is next on Early Break on the Ticket.